What is going on, Z community? Welcome to the Personal Finance in Canada show. This is again your host, Tamara Aziz. And today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of using a bank broker. All right, so the big six banks are also brokerages where you can buy and sell stocks and other types of investments. Some of them have very limited features where some of them can actually give you a lot. Now, I'm not going to be reviewing all of the banks individually because they're more or less the same thing. So what I'll be doing instead is just going through the general pros and cons of using a bank broker to help you make a decision on where to actually put your investments. Now, the most notable pros that I've taken in about the bank brokers is that some platforms will allow you to pay commissions using the points that you've collected with them. For example, you might have a points-based card with one of these banks. If you've used it enough times or you have a nice amount that you can use, you can actually use these points to pay your commissions so that it doesn't really feel as bad when you have to pay those high fees out of your own pocket. Another pro about using these bank brokers is that the resources that these banks can offer you sometimes are actually very useful. And I believe that they could actually be second to interactive brokers, if not at the same level. Now, looking up information is relatively easy with the bank brokers, and they teach new investors everything that they need to know from videos to blogs and so forth. A notable mention that I have to kind of bring up is the resources that TD offers because they've got a huge database filled with resources. I remember that they had live streaming, they had courses and they had a bunch of other things where I'm like, you know what? If I was a beginner investor, I would have actually went with the stuff. Now, Z community, are you finding value from this episode so far? If you are, be sure that you're sharing this with a friend and a family member. And based on what platform you're listening from, be sure you're following and subscribed to the podcast. Now, the first con that pops up into my head about these bank brokers has got to be their commission fees. Now, out of the entire country, the big banks offer the highest commission fees. And I get it. It's the big six banks. So I guess they're giving you the most reliable service. But these guys charge you the industry standard of the early 1900s. So you can expect to see commissions be as high as $10 per trade. There have been some competition from other banks though, and they've actually reduced this commission, especially if you place a lot of trades within a quarter or a month. And if this is the situation, they could actually go as low as $4.95. Another con that I've noticed about the bank brokers is that when it comes down to the software, the big six banks don't really offer anything that can compete with software such as IQ Edge from QuestTrade or even the trader workstation that's offered by interactive brokers. This means if you're a day trader or swing trader, chances are using a bank is going to be a little bit tough. And now the last now the last con, which might be more of a personal thing, but hear me out. Now, don't get me wrong, funding your portfolio with a bank is pretty straightforward and there's something that just makes no sense to me. Now, what makes no sense to me is the fact that you would still have to wait 2 to 3 business days for your funds to get deposited, even if it's from a checkings or savings account that's with the exact same bank. Now, this was one of my biggest pet peeves with my experience of using a bank brokerage. Like, I understand that if there's going to be a wait, if I'm switching it over from one bank to another or just another platform in general, but it was just really inconvenient when it was the exact same bank. Now, when it comes down to the general pros and cons, this is honestly all I could think of for now. And just to clarify this, I am not bashing any of these platforms. I'm just telling you my past experiences to give you some insight before actually trying out these platforms. 
They're still very reliable and they're still good platforms, but using these is just not my thing anymore. Now, Z community, if you found value in this episode and have a clear direction of where you can actually put your investments, be sure that you share this with a friend or family member that would also gain the same value. And remember, based on what platform you're listening from, be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Anyways, Z community, thank you for listening to the Personal Finance in Canada show. This is your host, Tamara Aziz, signing out. Peace.